It's Loving the Strange with Carrie Jones and Sean Farrar. Loving the Strange, a podcast for weirdos and those who want to be weirder. Embrace the strange. New episodes every Saturday, live streaming Fridays. Loving the Strange. Check us out. Hey, welcome to Loving the Strange. <laughs> you just told me to shut up. I did. I Why? Did. Because you're being negative. And negativity <laughs> is all 2021. And we're about to be in 2022. All positivity, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all positivity all the time now. Hey, there's there actually anybody on this podcast. Oh, hey, me. Babe. What? Um, the, uh, it's echoing. I can't hear it. <laughs> so what do you mean to do, love? I don't want you to shut off your microphone. Oh, I hadn't done that. I'm yeah, you can tell. That. You now, can tell. How's that? Is that better? It feels like we need to start all the way over. So, hey, welcome to Loving the Strange, where we're entering 2022 as a much more professional podcast. But well, we're not there yet, so <laughs> we got to let you, because I forgot the mute for a microphone. He did. But this is our inaugural outing into sharing the same studios. Yes, Johnny got a new giant computer. You can kind of see it in his screen if you're looking at the video versus just listening to the audio. And, uh, yeah, John Bell said Wicked Echo. Yeah. It's John's fault, John. It's John's fault. But it's gone now, right? It is. I think so. If someone in the chat could tell us whether or not it's gone, that would be fantastic. Kate, it's so good to see you. And I'm so glad that you're here. And I'm glad that you love that we are back to back. And John and Dee, it's also really great to see you too. I kind of think of you all as uh, our gang. We're always back to back because that's how loving couples sleep. <laughs> I was going to say something really lovely and kind. <laughs> oh, I can too. When we sleep, it's more nope. like Carrie. Like I'm this big old tree and Carrie is a little monkey because he's like <laughs> right up on me. And I love it. I love it. That's not quite true. Okay, so. Here's a true accurate picture because we're going to end 2021 honest, right? Oh, no. They can't hear you too well, Sean. Speak oh. up. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. That's kind of an issue. Sean refuses to get close to any computers during regular no, podcasts. No, your microphone we're using. Oh, well, turn around. No way. I can't see myself. <laughs> All right. Anyways, we're yeah, ending 2021 with honesty, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so honestly, when we go to sleep yeah. is when Amy, our daughter's not home from grad school. It's Sean, me, and Sparty Dog. Sparty Dog, the farty dog, right? And we <laughs> share a bed. And Sean, if I'm not touching him, gets very upset. Because if she's not touching me, she's touching the damn dog. And so he'll be like, he'll like reach over he'll be like snoring like <sighs> oh look you can see my arm in the background he'll be like <sighs> <sighs> but in it, but his body will still be conscious even though he's making sleep noises and he'll like try to edge me closer like he'll grab parts of my body and pull me towards him and he's so much bigger and stronger than I am because not because I'm little but because he's so darn big she can't fight me off I can't and then I'm stuck in the middle of this bed with about this much room, about this much room, my shoulders, um, between Sparty, the farty dog, and Sean. I'm not going to say you're the farty human, but you're a big heat source, my friend. You're a big heat oh, source. Oh, I know I am. I know. I wake up sweaty oftentimes in your company. <laughs> but hey, welcome to 2021. Where we're going to talk about New Year's and New Year's traditions. And uh, look, you can see me moving in the background. I don't think I, I know, like it's this. Like, it's like having mirrors. It's really, of. really weird. I need to make it so that we can see. Well, I'm gonna have, we're just going to have to get one of those dividers. Like <sighs> we need a screen. <clears throat> a screen, yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> Sean got a new computer. So we're trying a new setup for a podcast. I'm not sure how it's working. Oh, I'm going to get a screen, like a pull-down screen, that I can 
put one of the projections on there. And we, well, I'll make it like a, I don't know, strip club or something. No. Behind no. the background. No. This is not New York time, <laughs> like like Times Square in New York yeah. in the 1970s. This is Bar Harbor, Maine in our house, babe. No strip club stuff. All right, it'll be a Maine strip club where they can't get naked. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't know this, but you can't get naked in a main strip club. No. Sean Howard did know that. I'm not going to ask him how he knew. <laughs> I've never been to one in Maine. Really? <laughs> yeah. All right. That's right. Um, John Bell, I want to double check that you can hear Sean okay. I hope so, because I'm funny as hell. You're what? Funny, funny as, as hell. hell. And, you know, egotistical as hell, too. Not very funny so, to look at, though. All right. Anyways, can we talk about New Year's, babe? Yeah. It's so it's, up. it's New Year's Eve right now, right? Like, and uh, Sean really wanted to do this podcast today, and I really, really didn't. Um, and I want to go till midnight. No, we're not. so we can all watch the ball drop. I, I think we're gonna barely make a half and hour. I okay sleeping on the couch. <laughs> Why do you want to hate on me like that, baby? I'm just kidding, love. I'm having a really hard time looking at my face tonight. I'm Why? just going to say that. Um, because one of our friends, Gio, said um, people who brag about not wearing makeup, it's just because they don't know how to put it on. Oh, yeah. And I think that's actually very true for me. So I, like, don't think, I don't think that's true. I think, or no, is it just that I'm too lazy? No. Oh, wait. No, this is because you knew you didn't need it, man. No, oh, that's even, true for our, but no, I don't think that's it. Even with your messed up self-body image, you knew Dysmorphia. you were so beautiful, you did not need makeup. Oh, D says, I, lies, I just don't like putting it on. It takes too much time. Thank you, D. You have validated me. Well, I mean, there is that, too. It takes a long time to put on that makeup. Christy makes me paint your fingernails and toenails. <laughs> oh, well, I haven't done it in a while. Not like years. <laughs> like five years. Hey, what? You know, when you actually get married, certain things go away. I don't know what that means. No, that was a joke. Okay. Was, like, sass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding about that. Anyways. Jesus. And then you had to take it off, which can take even longer. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, D. Whenever I need a like an inspirational like friend about not wearing makeup, I'm totally gonna mention uh, like I don't know, text, call, do something because I need you in my life, D. Um, Susie said, spoken just like my dad, the beauty comes from within. Oh, like well, it does. It's the real beauty. Yeah. All right. But New Year's. <laughs> you know what's cool? That we could talk about not wearing makeup instead of this whole New Year's thing that we're supposed to talk no! about tonight. Oh, is that when I look at my computer screen and I see my own image? For, so, but I can see you behind me. But that, to me, it looks like I'm in front of a green screen. It's like two different dimensions. Really? Yeah, it's cool. Do you feel like you're in the Matrix? No. Because I never watched The Matrix, so I'm not going to try to really, and I can't do a backwards flip on a little bit slow motion. <laughs> I would love to see you do that. No, I'd actually just a, love to oh, see like, you touch just, your feet. <laughs> you're going to write my obituary telling everybody how I broke my neck because you wanted to see me do a backflip. Sean Farrar, loving <clears> father <throat> and husband, died December 31st, attempting to do a backflip. At the bequest of his wife, yep. Carrie Jones. Pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, New Year's Eve. Are you ready? Uh, you were in charge of the research for this one, babe. Oh, yeah, I research. All right, first off. Hi, dude. Wait, first off, what I was going to say before we went off track is, like, I love the fact that we kind of have, like, these cool group of humans that we get to hang out with every Friday night, even though we're all across the country. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's makes even in this time of like COVID and disparity mm. and political, blah, um, like it's this beautiful group of humans that we get to hang out with and come together with. So thank you all a I lot agree, I for agree. being here and making Sean happy 
and making me less lonely, but mostly. What the hell are you saying? <laughs> I didn't mean that. I mean, seriously. I didn't mean that I'm like, lonely I'm not with like you. I'm like your girlfriend at the coffee shop and you're just saying how crappy your husband is. I'm so lonely. I don't mean that way. I don't mean it that way. Anyways, there's two comments on there. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm embarrassed. Go. D says, love you too. Thank love you. Oh, D, thank you so much for the Christmas card. Um, you you made Sean's You're... day. Yeah, you did. And I gave, oh, never mind. But there's a short list of people Sean's allowed to like hang out with after I die. Here on oh. that <laughs> um, but, you know, it has to be consensual. And Susie says. Yes, this is. <laughs> Susie says, do you have your 12 grapes to eat at the last minute of the old year? Oh, yeah. yes, we do, Susie. Oh, Carrie yes, went to the grocery do. store, and, and I don't know if you know, but like the child, like the, the Federal Institute of Child Health and Safety, you know, they, 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 they sanction products based upon like, for instance, a choking hazard. They actually have a tube that if something can't go down that tube, it's, it doesn't pass. Carrie has one of those, and she takes it to the grocery store, and she's like, all the grapes that don't go down that tube, she puts in a special bag for me. He's lying. Uh, I don't even know what he's talking about, honestly. 12 grapes is a lot in a minute. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. Sean always, every year, Susie, we, um, and for those of you who don't know, there's a New Year's Eve tradition in which you have to drink, eat not drink, 12 grapes really fast, like within a minute in order to have good luck. Sean never knew this until unfortunately he got married to me. I'm so sorry, Sean. And stepped into the world of many traditions and superstitions. And, <laughs> and so now every year at, at almost midnight, we're like oh, trying to chew on and swallow these 12 grapes and Shauna is always like it's a joking hazard we're gonna die <laughs> we're is. gonna die one of us is gonna die because yeah. we're trying to down these 12 grapes for good luck oh if i'm in the blender this year i just drink oh that's a really good idea actually yeah. huh? but there's a yeah. lot of food traditions i think there's only i'm sorry you go ahead no you can because this would be a direct time no. all right you're one of your food traditions that is so in my heart, feels so southern to me, I never heard about until I met you. And you'll get to that in a minute. What is it? But what I was going to say. I don't know what it is. Yeah, you do. I... Hop and jump. Oh, well, yeah. But all I was going to say was the only tradition I knew down south for New Year's was just to get hammered. Sean Kelly. No, that's true. I'm sure your friend John Bell would say that's not the only tradition. Oh uh, well, of course he might. Have, he might has a couple add-ons, but that would be the main one. Um. So Dee said she's never heard about the grapes thing, but she knows about black-eyed peas for luck. Yes, exactly. So every year we have to have either black-eyed peas or some sort of beans because they represent you're going to get money and luck during the next year. And Sean somehow didn't know that. And it's similarly, you have to have some sort of greens, right? Like if you're from the south of the United States, like collard greens are like one of those big things, right? Yeah. And they're supposed to like represent dollar bills and the dollar bills, if you consume them first thing, along with your Buckeye peas or whatever legumes you have or beans, it means that you're going to like, get the money right and that's why hop and john is fantastic because you got the greens and you got the peas and it's all boom there you go that's right right yeah cornbread also now you're talking my language girl yeah but let's see when i was down in florida you didn't know that because that's the south man on new year's day was mcdonald's because it's so the grease soaked up the alcohol <laughs> From New Year's Eve, really well. No, really? <laughs> really? Yeah, um, really? I'm looking at the back of my head on our video, and it looks like I have no hair back there. 
I get some of that spray can stuff. I feel like I need it. Like, what's that going on right there? Like, oh my gosh. I'm just going to go the rest of the podcast like this. This is this is no no different than what our life is like on a normal basis. I want to tell you. What do you mean? What do you mean, man? There. There you right. go. You always wear a hat anyway. All right. We're good. As a matter of fact, John Bell said, where's the hat way back at the beginning of the podcast? Well, now I'm going to have to wear a hat <laughs> or spray paint my hair. Was, like, what's going on with that? I thought he was talking about me. I'm like, I don't wear a hat. <clears throat> he was talking about you. I forgot. All right. Anyways, Dang, back his, on track. His daughter had a big old cart today. He sent me a video. <laughs> it was awesome. Someday I want to be in a place where I can go fishing. All right. So Susie said, ham, greens, and black eyed peas for New Year's dinner. My my daddy was a Southern gentleman. I had no idea, Susie. So it is expected. Also, whatever you do on New Year's Day, you will do all year. So you have your housework done. I have been preaching to Sean all day about this. Yes, I'm like, so, okay, I want you guys to know what that means. She's been telling me what I got to get done before tomorrow <laughs> all day long. Yes. I am like manservant. Dobby, Dobby, you must not do any mm. laundry tomorrow. All laundry is done today, Dobby, Sean. Then I'm like, <laughs> Dobby, Sean, can't clean the house tomorrow. If you clean the house tomorrow, all the money gets, like, washed out. Can't do that tomorrow, Dobby Sean. Because, like, what you do, allegedly, on the first day of the, uh, I can't get my hat straight, but the hey, first hey, day hey. of the new year yeah. means that sets the tone for the whole year. Guess what we're doing at 12 Lord. No. That's inappropriate. All right. So D says, collard greens for money and black eyed peas for luck. Thank you, D. And no washing clothes on New Year's Day. See? I've heard that so many See? times today. Because you wash down the money. She's like, you better get those clothes washed. I'm telling you, you can't do it tomorrow. Hurry, hurry, man. Hurry. Yeah. So John says, Taco Bravo. I'm not quite sure what that means. Taco Bravo was our. Was our... <laughs> It was a, I think it was a chain, but a very small localized chain. But it was like a Taco Bell, only a little more restaurant, a really more, a little more cozy inside. It's where I told you we had a, we had a hot sauce eating contest, and we, uh, we ate a, one of those plastic to go cups of hot oh. sauce each. And, and, a, and if I remember correctly, Sean won. I won. Sean won, of course he did. Forced. I know he was there because I think I was betting our friend. Dave Cassioli slash wingnut. <laughs> but anyway, what are you talking about? <laughs> All right, that so was his nickname, like mine was Shorty. His was wingnut. His I'm name was Wingnut. You, I'm not gonna tell you why, but anyway, yeah. Tangent, Sean. In our friends group, back when we all used to get together before COVID, yeah, um, we get together almost every week, and um. There's a bunch of guys who are wonderful human beings, but they make it a big testosterone fest about hot sauce. <laughs> Such a huge, like, it's like, I don't know, like wealthy people with their cars or something. Like, I don't know, because I'm not into that because I don't have a lot of testosterone. Mm. But they're always like, oh, try this, try this. Oh, oh, man. And like, they make these big, huge deals about hot sauce, right? And then comes in Sean, and they're like, Farrar, try this. And he'll be like, they just choose it. And there's always a long pause. Just like this. That's what I'm Two, trying to get my shit together so three. I can show that it had no effect on me. And Sean, his face. This is all mental. His face is like deadpan. No tears come out of his eyes. He doesn't go, he doesn't hiccup like I do. And they all look at him. And, like, you can register they're, they're all, like, F-word you, Farrar, because you're not reacting. And then they move on. Like, they never make, like, any kind of comment, like, holy crud, Farrar, you just ate all that hot sauce. Nothing. Nothing happens. And I want a New Year's tradition to be eating, like, 12 teaspoons of hot sauce. Well, that's a lot, dude. Well. Oh. But it's easier to down than or a grape. Or you just have nice Nashville hot chicken sandwiches like we have. Here. And I instantly hiccuped. Um, 
<laughs> D. Harris, in reference to my Dobby comment, said, if Carrie gives you a sock, you're free, Sean. Oh, does he have to give it to me? Do I have to take it out of the hamper and put it in the washing machine and then fold it later on? She never gives it to me. I don't. Oh, because I know what I have. <laughs> um, Susie said, my southern grandma would say, hope that a tall, handsome man steps over your threshold first. A woman first only brings trouble. Sean! What? You're going to have to step over the threshold first, baby. Oh, I probably did. All right. And Nora, hey, Nora, um, said, my parents switched off each year who made the meal. My Kentucky mother always made pork chops and sauerkraut, and my main father made a seafood chowder. I much preferred the chowder. I didn't know, Nora, how did it mean father? Well, I didn't either. That's pretty interesting. I love a good seafood chowder. I also like a good pork chop, but I don't like sauerkraut. So. No, you're anti-sauerkraut. And Susie said, in Japan, where Susie has lived, the next three days are recognized as housewives' holiday. Three days of cold food is prepped before New Year's Eve. Our kids' adopted Japanese grandparents prepared three days of food for me. That's so nice. Dang, that's awesome. Yeah. Super awesome. And now we are caught up in the comments. So. You burn right through them, baby. I did. So, so um, SOBA is often a part of traditional um, New Year's food in Japan, going off of what Susie said. And you're supposed to slurp the noodles, right? Yeah, yeah. Because then the luck happens. Like, But if you break a noodle or you chew one, you break the luck. Really? It's a lot of pressure. Oh, so yeah, much pressure. <laughs> we don't have no we don't have uh we don't have noodles here but we do have grapes and the grapes thing is from spain and um you know it's the 12 strokes of midnight the 12 grapes and they are each for a month of the calendar year and if you one of your grapes is bitter like your third grape you're like oh no march is gonna be bad really yeah Oh, I got some good sweet grapes, don't you worry. And pork, which um, is important as a New Year's Eve food, which I put in a dip tonight just to make sure we had it. Um, that's important because pigs move forward when they eat. Yeah. And because they're so pudgy and adorable, much like myself, um, they symbolize a fat wallet for the next year. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. You can get a lot of walls out of a pig, though. Okay, we're not killing the pigs. I would for that jowl bacon. He'd do anything for jowl bacon. Yeah. Baby, what else did you learn in your traditions and superstitions research about New Year's? I don't know. How are we going to party if you don't got the research, boo? Oh, we have champagne. Go get it. You don't need any right now. Uh, no, because I now have my hat. Well, we've talked a little bit about, about fruit in the form of grapes. But many cultures believe eating round fruits in, on New Year's Eve will lead to prosperity. Ooh. In Italy, lentils uh, in a New Year's dish serve the same function as black-eyed peas and hopping John. Yeah, I think I kind of feel like you can really substitute the peas. Oh yeah, it seems that way, doesn't it? Because <laughs> it's the round shape that represents coins. What did he say? Steve Boucher said he has the means to party tonight. Winky face emoji. Oh yeah, thanks, Steve. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. <laughs> So back, the round shape just represents coins like prosperity. Uh, In the Philippines, it's customary to eat 12 round fruits. Where are you getting your info from, babe? Good housekeeping, actually. All right, so the links will be where in the podcast notes? And at carriejonesbooks.com, right? Yeah. All right. All right. There you go. So Here you're not plagiarizing. Oh, thanks for bringing my train of thought here. I'm sorry, Dobby. So sorry. <laughs> Susie says in Iceland, this is the night the graves are decorated and the fireworks are so awesome that they turn the sky red. Fireworks don't work during the summer because it's daylight most of the time there. 
Well, that's a pain in the ass. How does Susie know so much? She's probably been there. Susie knows so many things. I don't know. Hmm. Did you know? Or maybe she's a good researcher. Sean and Susie. What? According to history.com. Civilizations around the world have been celebrating the start of each new year for at least four millennia, which is a really long time. Yeah, how long is it? Millennia's. Um, yeah. So most New Year's Eve festivities in but not everywhere begin on December 31st because it follows the Gregorian calendar, right? right? And so like the traditions are go to a party, eat special food, make resolutions, watch fireworks, and let the sky turn red if you're in Iceland, right? But in ancient times, right? Yeah. Like if you go back, that's my time machine going back noise. Four thousand years. You're in ancient Babylonia. I don't think it took us back four thousand years. I can't make that noise that long. Uh, right? Cool. You're in ancient Babylon, right? Yeah. And the Babylonians are all <clears throat> hanging out, right? New Year's is in late March because that's when the vernal equinox is, and there's yeah. like. The same amount of sunshine and darkness there, ah, right? Yeah. And that's when they had the New Year's. That kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. But they had this, um, they had a huge, huge, huge religious festival that was very focused on barley, which they cut in the spring. Yeah. And at, for 11 days, they had these different rituals of happiness and ah. fun and celebration. And I really, really wish that in our culture, we did that. Like, I want every cool. day from Christmas and Boxing Day all the way to the Epiphany to be a fucking, a freaking oh, yeah. celebration. <laughs> I said a swear word. But I, I want that to happen. Like, how cool would it be? You like, a few more religious terms than what's your swears there, right? Um, Steve asked if we're going to make midnight. Yeah, in the comfort of our own home, but not in the comfort of the podcast. We're almost done. No, so, we're going to go outside and blow off a few rounds yeah. on the 12 gauge. Just straight up in there. Nobody will get hurt. So, <laughs> all right. So, some of the things we do in our house, obviously, is we eat certain foods. We don't do the laundry, not even Dobby. Oh, tomorrow? And tonight, we eat certain foods. Well, up until midnight, I can do laundry, right? Yes. Okay. Um, I know you're, you want the podcast to end so you can go wash that underwear, but you really don't have to, I baby. Got um. In our house, hold, yeah. going back to what I was originally saying, we do certain things like, and one of those things is that we burn, which is probably illegal, and hopefully the well, fire chiefs. Up, all right. <laughs> no. Um, I know. Finish your explanation. I'm sorry, baby. You're such a punk. Love so it. one of the things that we do is that we um we burn our wishes and hopes for the next year in the driveway usually yeah yeah and then it goes up into the world and turns to ash. Oh, hey this year we have that nice heavy duty cast iron cauldron yeah we have a cauldron now oh, because i'm a witch it. and uh There's yeah no wind we won't be like boulder colorado we'll be all right also everyone in boulder colorado area we're so sorry. Yeah, that's no horrifying. And we have... ah, it sucks. It's worse than me looking like that guy in the t-shirt commercial with the, the stressed neck. Look at this. You didn't change your shirt for no, the podcast, baby. You have to remind me, dude. I'm sorry, Dobby. You're supposed to go up and get one for me. I did not know. You didn't tell me ahead of time. I didn't have my marching orders. Um, Susie says, I'm a Navy brat to a Navy wife, and our daughter was born in a NATO base in Keflavik. Spent years in Morocco, Turkey, Puerto Rico, Spain, Italy, Greece, Iceland, and Japan. And that is how Susie knows so much about so many things. That sounds pretty cool. I know. I mean, at least on the wife end of it. And Coop says, happy, year, yappy so. new year. Happy, 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 yappy new year. Happy, yappy new year to you. It's always yappier. You know our yappiest dog is going deaf now. It's only getting worse because she can't hear herself barking. That is not on the thread of New Year's, but yeah. Oh, it will be for the neighbors. Happy New Year's. Our dog's barking more now. 
<laughs> Dee says it's cool that we have a cauldron. Right now, there's a Christmas tree in our cauldron, Dee. Oh, no, we got another cauldron. We got two cauldrons. I do. I don't even know. Yeah. Carrie's so. pretty advanced in the weekend department. She can, she can do a two-cauldron spell. She's a liar. She's only lost three fingers, but it's been a while since she's had an accident. Hey, you disappeared for a second. Me? Yeah. I wish. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> continuing about New Year's, and so you might be become more learned in your time together. <sighs> I don't even know. Here we go. You were supposed to do the research for the podcast. Baby. Oh, I thought you had something to say. I'll tell I you what, in the Philippines, party goes where polka dots. Polka dots? Oh. It supposedly increases the chances for a fortunate new year. I need like that. Like every dot is a target for a, you know what I mean? Yeah, I need like, that. Like the, the, the gods of luck are out playing darts on the, on the fair, what do you call that? The main... Anyways, you know, like trying to hit the balloons with the darts, like poking out. So, anyways, yeah. Are you even listening to me? No. <laughs> so, I believe there's a story about Bennigan's, which I don't even know what that is. That John Bell, your friend from high school and past, wanted you to tell. Oh, I was John. thinking about that today. <laughs> Actually, I have no idea, so like that's all saying, you. I couldn't remember if it was a tiki at Fridays or a Chili's, but it was Bennigan's. It was pretty close to our house, like real close. And uh, it was New Year's Eve. And for some reason, I thought I didn't need just one bottle of champagne, but I needed two. I for yourself? Yeah. <gasps> no. So we were just like driving around, drinking. <clears throat> You weren't the one driving. No. Okay. I won't say who was driving because they might have been drinking too, but maybe oh, not. No, I hope not. And at some point in time, I believe I got relegated to the back of John's truck. <laughs> not that he was driving, but because uh, because he, he had a camper, one of those you know camping tops on his truck. Because you were such a jerk. I think I was just probably being too drunk to be up front. But uh, what does that mean? Like, just being obnoxious, probably. <laughs> so, we went to Bennigan's. I don't know what Bennigan's is. Dee Harris like, says she loves Bennigan's. It's like a Friday. It's like any chain restaurant of the late 80s through early 2000s. Like Friday's, Applebee's, uh, I... uh, Chili's. Okay. And uh, it, it was there was like four of us, I'm pretty sure, because I think we were at a four-top table. And, and I was so drunk. And I remember ordering... Um, what they call it, Cajun popcorn, which was fried uh, crawdad tails. So it was these little like fried shrimp, but it was crawdad tails. And they came, finally came, but I was so hammered. I, <laughs> by the time I registered that they were there, the basket was empty because my three fucking friends. Language. <laughs> sorry, you said it first. I, I, I ate them all. <gasps> But anyways, John Bell. During the course of our short-lived career at Bennigan's, I pretty much somehow ended up like tipping the table over, and I think they threw us out. No! I'm pretty sure. How old were you? I don't know. I was old enough that for some, like my parents stayed the night somewhere else because I think I slept in their bed. Oh, no. <laughs> John Bell said that he put people in the back of his truck so they wouldn't puke in the front. And that's probably right. Well, that's smart of John, honestly. So that was the night I got home, and he, he whoever was driving, John Bell dropped me off at my house. And for some reason, I slept in my parents' room, like, in their waterbed, so they must not have been home. But when I first got home, I had to pee, so they had an ensuite bathroom even back then. Do we want to know small. this? But there was an air conditioner in the wall very close to the floor, and it leaked into the carpet, so they had a pan, like a big stock pot, no. to catch the water. No. And all my way to the bathroom, I must have had a fight with that pan in my foot. I had no idea, but the next day, after I had gotten out of bed, my mom was back home. She's like, how was your night? And I was like, yeah, it was pretty dang good. She's like, yeah, I can tell. And she comes out with that pan and it was all bent up. <laughs> Whatever. 
It really wasn't that great of a New Year's. Oh, well, according to John Bell, you first stole a bottle of champagne from a guy that was on a date across the aisle at Well, that was probably true, but I'm pretty sure I purchased my initial champagne. And however I did it, I don't know. But because uh, we weren't 21, I don't think. You didn't tell um, me anything about this before we I got married, baby. The table's tipping up. It might not be. It might have been after we got married. Oh, it was definitely after. So, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you trying to say? I've never tipped the table over on us. Sean Kelly. Yeah. So, Shelly, who's one of your amazing relatives, says, Sean, <clears throat> do you remember being at Graham's and banging on pots and pans at midnight? I honestly don't. <gasps> I don't, but I, I can see it happening there. For sure. Shelly has to tell you more about that because I want to hear more about the banging of the pots. I also want to hear about the man who became a cop stealing a bottle of champagne at Bennigan. I was already drunk at the time. I want to see one of those three guys. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Susie, bringing us back to a nice, calm, and wonderful place, said, In Japan, we would go to the local temple and drink warm sake, eat milk mikans, which are tangerines, and help the priest ring the temple bell 40 times. And children were allowed a special sake. That sounds so much better than Bennigan stealing champagne, Susie. Classy? Not classy. It sounds pretty good. Classy? But I mean, if you're not at risk of getting a summons or going to jail, where's the fun? Um, speaking of fun, I told you. Continuing with the Benigan story, that's what I John said. John Bell says that Sean, I know, but John tells a better story, honey. Because I said somehow. Somehow, <laughs> this is a somehow in Sean's story. So John Bell says that Sean on New Year's Eve at Benigan's leaned back in the chair, lost his balance, and his trunk legs flipped over the table over. Wow, if you envision that. And we were kindly asked to leave. That's true. I didn't remember, poor I didn't remember the exact mechanics of it, but I know for sure that they went up side, like sideways. And he also said, agrees with you that you did not steal the champagne <laughs> Lion Mike's drunk ass story. <laughs> I'm not going to say his name, baby, but I already said it once today. If you can remember. I don't remember. <laughs> do you know what I did? Do you want to know what I did in high school for New Year's Eve? Wait, I need to ask John the question. Go ahead. I need to know who the fourth person was because I wasn't sure if it was Wingnut or uh, Anthony. I don't believe you had friends named Wingnut. <laughs> you were called Shorty. And John I, was called John. And John was John. <laughs> He made up all the nicknames if you can't tell. I'm proud of John. Um, you know what I did for New Year's Eve? Yeah. I no. like went to orchestral concerts and choir things and first night. And your life is so much better now that you're married to me. It gets you out of that boring social life bullcrap. I remember singing Oh Holy Night on New Year's Eve in Portsmouth, New Hampshire in a church. Look like, what you're wearing right now. Plaid shirt. <laughs> but you guys can't see it, but that's got a Hispanic influence because all of her bottom buttons are undone. That's not true. They're all. I'm very buttoned up. Thank you very much. Uh, Don't make fun of my last name. Um, I'm not. John Bell I'm said it was me. Wing Nut. Right. And then um, Shelly said, Graham would give all her grandkids pots and pans and wooden and metal spoons to bang on. She was the coolest Graham. I almost want to say I remember that, but it's just, it's like, I feel like now it's been implanted, but there could be a really vague memory. Is that part of a New Year's Eve tradition? It so cool. Huh? Is that part of a well, it's like it's like blowing a horn, like you know, you give out the little uh, horns. Why do people do that though? Blowing off firecrackers. Okay, according to awesome923.com, that people bang on pots and pans. I'm sorry, there's a pot pop up. Bang on pots <laughs> and pans with spatulas and wooden spoons, hollering like crazy. On New Year's, which we never did because I come from a quiet family, I guess. That's no fun as Sean tells me over and over. Um, 
And they're like, why do you do that? And allegedly, it's because you're trying to make noises to keep the evil spirits away. Yeah. We need to do that. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. You got to be a little louder tonight, baby. Um, Shelly says that you sound like you had a lot more fun than, <laughs> than the rest well, of the family. I don't know. <laughs> you did when he was with John. I into this one neighborhood in Fort Lauderdale. Anyways. <laughs> um, Susie said she loves that I'm barefoot. How did you know that? How did she know that? How did you know I'm barefoot, Susie? I can't try to keep it that way. I'm trying to get How pregnant, but it hasn't happened that? yet. Like I'm too old. Oh, years. there's my foot. Yeah, I see it. How did Susie know that, though? Wow. That's, you must have stuck your foot up one time. Or I right? don't even know. Susie's amazing. I didn't see it. I'm too busy This is the worst podcast ever, but to be me? fair, I this say that every best. podcast. I can't believe we didn't have a Christmas podcast. I'm going to stay out until midnight. No, we're not doing that. Okay, we're not going to do that, folks. We won't be here much longer. Oh, <laughs> Susie said that you moved and everyone saw my foot. I'm so sorry for oh. people who hate feet. <laughs> Your feet are... I have okay feet, but... No, they're nice because they're small, tiny little sexy feet, baby. I feel like they're kind of hobbity. I have a very high instep. Oh, I don't get down with that part of it. I had a boyfriend in high school. I mostly like the toes. What? <laughs> I said I mostly like the toes. I feel like that was creepy and I didn't get it. I didn't get it, did I? That was creepy. No. In a no, sexual way. In high school, I had this boyfriend and his name was Joe. He was the best boyfriend ever, other than Sean. And um, he had the tiniest little hobbit feet I've ever seen in my entire life. I have pretty small feet. Like, I have a six to, depending on, like, a seven for a, a shoe size. Um, six and a half at best, baby. Okay, whatever. Before I was pregnant, they were fives. So, well, imagine me. And, to be me yeah, I'm so sorry. My feet grew and made me so much less attractive. <laughs> horror um but back in like in grade school and high school i had this little boyfriend um who's later come out but he was the best boyfriend um and he and now he runs a pot farm in california which is so weird That's awesome. it's so weird because he was not like we were the goodiest of goody two shoes back then um, but anyways, he um, had his feet were like, oh, where's my camera? Like this much bigger than mine, like an inch bigger than mine. And the instep of his feet, like they were like, oh. he had the most hobbit-like feet I have ever seen in my life. And happy new year to you because I know you don't care. What? Was he a hobbit? He wasn't super tall. He was like five seven, but. He was lean. He wasn't rotund like a hobbit would be. He wasn't barrel-chested. He wasn't a good luck pig for New Year's because he didn't have that rotund thing. Is, is that when you do the peppermint pig or is that Christmas? We're supposed to do it on Christmas, but we forgot this oh, year. Oh, my God. So the pig's still on the windowsill. Checkoff list I knew. You are so right. We do need a Christmas checkoff I list. I know. Does anybody else out there who's still listening to us and hasn't been turned off by our talk of feet want to share anything special that they do for New Year's so that I can add it to my superstitious no, repertoire? Please share, but maybe you don't have to add it. Oh, Susie was going to mention the peppermint pig. I think we still have one from, from last 2018? year. 2018? Maybe 19. Maybe pre-COVID. <laughs> okay, John says. Uh. Read it, Sean. He says, ready to laugh. I drove because I didn't drink at that time. All right. We're going to take a little sidebar here because I know I've told you this story. When I first started drinking, I was probably like 18. And we'd go to parties. John always drove. And when we get there, I'd always drink a beer and I'd give the empty to John. And he would carry it around so he looked like he was drinking. So that. he's not lying. He was not drinking back then. He says that 
That night of minions with Sean left such an impression on my young, innocent church boy life. That's BS. That I took my current wife on our first date <laughs> on St. Patrick's Day 2002. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I, I'm surprised. I'm not surprised because it's a very popular Sarah. I didn't know Binnigan still existed. If it's still there, can we go? In, <laughs> like when we go to Florida? Location? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's right. Because then I can show you. I've already shown you, but I can show you again. Oh, I can show you where John's mom lives and where I used to live. That would be so fun. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty. I, I'm not, I think I know where John lives currently. I'm not 100% sure, but. Um, oh, he said it was gone. Damn. No. Oh, no. That was back in 2002 when he took his care of white things. I really wanted you to steal some champagne and flip over a table. I didn't steal champagne. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah, I'm not going to flip over a table. Oh, come on. You're not going to lean back too far in your chair, flip over a table, <laughs> get pushed into the back cab of the truck because everybody's too worried that you're going to puke. Well, who's going to drive the truck? You? I'll drive the truck. You're afraid to drive my current truck, maybe. Because your current truck is rusted out and makes bad Anyways, noises. That's, you're going to a wicked sidebar there. Okay. <laughs> um, do you went in 2000? Dee says she went in 2007 after being at the beach with friends. The Benigans. We need a Benigans. <laughs> it's just such a fun name, isn't it? <sighs> yes. Can we talk more about pigs? What about them? Well, pigs are really important um, and often die in honor of New Year's. And they represent, according to history.com, progress and prosperity in a whole bunch of cultures. And pork is on the New Year's Eve table in, quote, Cuba, Austria, Hungary, Portugal, and other countries. And then the ring-shaped pastries. Yeah are supposed to represent that life has come full circle or the year has come full circle. And I asked you to get a pound cake. I did get a pound cake too, because I'm a good Dobby. But it's a rectangle. What's it supposed to be? A circle. You didn't say circle. I thought you knew. No. Bad I'll take Dobby. that rectangle and make it a circle. <laughs> Man, you gotta be more specific. I know, I guess so. Uh, yeah, but like, like I love how there's so many like New Year's Eve or traditions about, hey, the year's done. Hey, we have this to look forward. Let's start looking forward to this. We're gonna be prosperous. We're gonna be healthy. We're gonna become better humans. We're gonna get drunk at Benigans and get kicked out for life. Like. Well, now because it doesn't exist. <laughs> but it's so interesting to me, like, how, you know, the one thing I don't understand. What's that, baby? Why do you drop a ball on, like, like Times Square in New York City? Like, they've it's, been it's doing that since mode, 1907. It's just a mode of account now. That's all that people can participate. But why? Why a ball? Why a sparkly ball? I don't know. It's like a phallic symbol and the ball most of the male, you know. In the male rule society for so long. Do you know what they dropped down in Talapuza, Georgia? Uh, I don't know how well, to say I'm that. I apologize to all Georgians. So I'm not gonna say vagina. What? Because <laughs> you said ball and I said phallic symbol. Oh my know. word. What? Oh my how Oh my word, Sean. Did they drop down a ham? No. They dropped down a possum. What? Possum. How did they drop a possum? I down? don't know. But did they just dump it out of a box or what? Yeah. <laughs> and then they have a big race to see who gets there so they can have, make a stew out of it. <clears throat> It's an official thing. It's the New Year's Eve possum drop. Well, maybe he's in a nice little cage with some pine shavings. And I don't down. know. I need to find a video. Keep talking. So and I'll try it goes to find down it. at a controlled rate of speed. You know what I mean? I don't know. It seems really wrong. But I mean, possums are not something you normally want to take care of in a good manner. All right. But so. They could just drop to the top of the fire salesman. That's a possum drop. If you all go tonight to this website, the possum 
drop.com <laughs> you can live stream the possum drop <laughs> we're gonna do that on my new computer <laughs> what was that website again honey possum the possum drop.com sweet oh, let me forget that i'll put it in the chat right now here we go <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next year in Mar Harbor we should do the skunk job. No, we do have too many skunks here. Okay. Anyways, so apparently they've never used a live possum. What? <laughs> no, you can't use a live possum. You know what? I got some possum stories to tell you, but really, they don't reflect too kindly on John and I sometimes. So. Okay. So D says, moving off of that, that pigs are cute. I agree, D. Pigs are cute. Um, and not all pigs are cute. Susie says you can get a new broom. I always need a new broom because apparently, uh, according to Sean, I'm wicked. And then she's not, but she makes me wear them out so fast. I'm so sorry, Dobby. <laughs> um, and so then D said a pair would be weird. The what? I don't know. And then John said, no, it's a peach. And then uh, and John said, it's a roadkill new year. Yeah. Kind of sounds like that. Possum's like the big roadkill down south. There's up here. It's like raccoons. <laughs> raccoons are a very close second down south, but possums are number one. What? I just was trying to figure out if I should tell my roadkill story. You know, I got one this one night. I was driving down the road, right down the street from my house. My house was on the same street as John Bell's when we were teenagers. All right. And I was driving down the road, and I, it was like three in the morning. I don't don't ask me what I was doing because I don't know. Probably being nice. But I saw this thing in the middle of the road, and I would have sworn on my life that it was a friggin' like a infant, like laying on its back, like you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> And I slammed on my brakes, and I stopped just before it, and it was a possum <gasps> that had gotten hit by a car. Right oh no! Me. So I took off. That's so sad. I'm just saying, possum by the state road kill of, well, the South. <laughs> What's a road kill of the Maine? Raccoons. Really? Yeah. One time, I was, when I was just a baby rider, and I had just had a, I only had my driver's license for like a year. I was driving down the Mud Creek Road, and I hit a raccoon. Yeah. Um. And I was coming back from a writing group where I had just learned that the leader of the writing group, her husband, had had sex with a sheep. <laughs> Good thing it wasn't a raccoon. I then was. You been worried you killed her husband's lover. I can't. Well, honestly, I thought he'd probably go for the raccoon next. And I was a very innocent, like, I'm still an innocent old lady. But back <laughs> then, I was such a super innocent, like, baby girl. And I was like, oh. <gasps> and I could not stop imagining her husband having sex with a sheep and her walking in on it in the barn. And, it, like, it was just too much for me. Um. So, I hit this poor raccoon, and I panicked because it was like the middle of the night. So oh, like, you probably cried. I cried so hard. Oh I cried God. so. I know you did. Hard, and then I'm like, I have to go back, um, because I hit the thing, I stopped, and it waddled in front of the car, like because I saw it again. No, and then it lifted yes, up. back up and you hit it again. It what? lifted its head up, looked over its shoulder, and looked at me. Lady. It was the most heartbreaking thing I have ever seen. And then I wrote a lot of poems about it. And then, and then at the Left Bank Cafe, that poem, I read it. And, uh, oh, gosh, what's that name? There's a very famous writer who lives in Charleston, South Carolina. And Blue Hill, Maine in the summer. I don't know. Baby. And she's really, really wicked wealthy. And she writes like um, woman's novel, New York Times bestselling, internationally bestselling for a long time. And I read that poem that I wrote about hitting the poor 
raccoon in the middle of the Mud yeah. Creek Road, which called mean people suck um, because I felt like I was a mean person. And forever, and her husband came up to me afterwards and he said, you're going to be a really famous writer someday. Sadly, he was only half true. I was a writer. <laughs> um, and he said, but he was like, your voice, I can hear your voice. Like whenever I read anything ever from you again, I will always hear your voice. And that's exactly what <laughs> what's inside my wife. Like I hear her voice. Like there's no way you can. Like, that was all based off of the raccoon poll. Mm -hmm. So he was saying. My wife's voice is like the death throes of a raccoon. <laughs> You're saying my voice was like the death throes of a raccoon. And it was a very traumatic time. But that man, much like a, a possum drop in Georgia, totally made an impact on me and made me think, oh, man, like, you know, a roadkill raccoon can make a poem, can make you have belief in yourself oh my gosh i have to go figure out what the name of that woman is hold on you talk really yes steve waddell said is it better to be roadkill raccoon or violated sheep and i'm gonna say violated sheep oh my gosh because uh i don't want to be roadkill anything basically <laughs> but I mean, you want to be the violated sheep baby maybe Definitely over roadkill. Oh, what's that woman's name? I've seen roadkill. There's nothing in your future, but you just keep getting run over. That's a good poem. What, roadkill? Yeah. Is that what it's called? No, it's called Mean People Suck. Remember that bumper sticker that used to be out everywhere? Oh, yeah. Mean People Suck. Yeah. I think that was a precursor to the one that says coexist. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's a lot of those around here, that's all right. Oh, I can't believe <clears throat> I blanked on that author's name. She's so famous. But don't worry about that. All right. It's feel okay. guilty. Don't feel guilty. I just feel I like... I don't think anybody's <laughs> hanging on the edge of the seat waiting for her. Maybe. We are all hanging on the edge of the seat. I'm not. Of course not. <laughs> you never hanging on the edge of the seat for any of my stories, baby. Baby, you may have to talk your way through a whole hour of podcast. Okay, but before we end... you said you weren't going to... Before we end, Susie said, you're supposed to burn the old broom at the local bonfire. There, These are straw brooms. And we do this in Maryland, buried in the bottom of the fire were sweet potatoes that they ate as, they, as the fire burned down. No, Steve, it was not Danielle Steele. <gasps> See, Steve cares. What are we talking about? Here? I miss my Steve Woodell. <clears throat> miss you, Steve. We're talking about the famous writer who spent oh. time in Blue Hill, Maine, <laughs> not E.B. White, but also spent time in Charleston. I don't know, man. Uh, talk well, for a second. We'll have to take it up next week. No, no, that's not fair. <laughs> oh, it's going to drive me wild. Uh, I'm sorry. Sorry to do that to everyone. Hey. <laughs> So, hey, when you get proficient at your new bow that I buy you, we can go down to Florida and you can kill a wild hog on New Year's Eve. I'm not killing anything, baby. Then you'll have profits beyond your wildest imagination. I am not killing any piggies. Come on, baby. No. You can do it. No, I can't do it. It's hard enough to eat the meat. <laughs> I will say, however, that my favorite co-writer, Steve Waddell, when we were in Oklahoma, introduced me to Oklahoma steak. Yeah. So much better than steak here in Maine. Oh, well. He also gave me my first Long Island iced tea. I think they got a few more cows in Oklahoma than Maine. But... And protected me from the furious at the convention. I will always, always be grateful to Steve Waddell. <laughs> Happy New Year, Steve Waddell. Happy New Year to everybody. Woo. Yay. Yay. Sorry we went on so many tangents. That's all right. But we made Shelly yeah, laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Shelly who says, pigs are cute, but they taste so good. 
Daniel says he doesn't like pork, but he'll eat the crap out of some sausage and biscuits, baby. Biscuits and sausage, baby. It's really about the biscuits, honestly. Oh, okay. Happy New Year, Caitlin. Happy New Year, Nora. Happy New Year, everybody. And thank you for hanging out with us. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Sorry, we're so weird. In 2022. What about it? That's when we'll see him again. Do you think so? Do you think they'll come back after this one? If I don't choke on my grapes tonight, yeah. (laughs) Happy New Year, (laughs) D. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we hope you all have a great night. Right? Yeah, I oh I gotta find the outro, don't I? I'm so sorry. <laughs> keep going, keep going. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Loving the Strange. Please be sure to like and subscribe. And remember, embrace the strange. New episodes every Saturday, live streaming Fridays. Go get your strange on, friends. Thanks for listening.